Okay, what's going on, guys? And welcome to a brand new episode of Energize, brought to you by Forged Irish Stout. Ross, are you intoxicated or something? Introduce the guest, man. Today we are bringing you a PFL Dublin special, and there's only one man who can talk from top to bottom of the card, and that is Dan the Outlaw Hardy. Dan, how are you doing, my man? I'm good, guys. I feel I feel like I fit in now with you guys rocking the sunglasses. I'm usually the odd one out sitting there. Oh no! All day, oh, every day, twice on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, uh, obviously we have you on here to talk PFL Dublin. Uh, you're coming to the three arena. You're coming out in force. Uh, you've assembled a large amount of Irish fighters on the card. What was it like getting the fighters in the door? And how happy are you with the card you've assembled? You know, I'm 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 happy with it. I think there there are some certain fights on there that are going to really deliver. I think we're going to be surprised with some of the performances. But there, I mean, honestly, there are a couple of my favourites on there. Fight, fighters that I really want to see back in action at a high level, and and that I know have got a lot of promise. Um, but the, the ones I've been chasing, I mean, you know, Andreas Binder, I've been wanting to bring him into the PFL for, for mm-hmm. a while. Uh, just a very, very impressive individual. Um, and, you know, especially now at lightweight as well, like I feel like this is the weight class where he can really be, you know, be a world champion. But then taking on someone that's got more experience and, you know, probably knows his game pretty well as well, considering the crossover with the two gyms with uh, Skatizzi. Um, that that is one of the standouts for me. But I, I'm, I'm happy with the card. I, I feel like, I mean, there, there were a couple of fighters that I did really want on the card that, that just got away from us, but that, that I'll be circling back to them next year. Um, we're very much in the process of building. And like the thing is, like with the Paris event being such a, I mean, it was such a success with Cedric Dumbay, you know, yeah. basically like holding the, the, the show down for us and selling it so well. Um, it, it's different here because like, I mean, I was there for for the McGregor Brandau fight. Like the expectations mm. in Irish mixed martial arts from that event have been so high. I feel like it's always been difficult to kind of reach that height again. And for me, the the, the next height of Irish mixed martial arts is seeing the younger fighters coming through. The 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 base level of Irish MMA right now is very very high, um, and I've, we see that in the amateurs. And I think that in the next couple of years, we're going to have some some really, really big Irish stars that are going to stand out. And that that's what I'm looking for for the next shows over there. Yeah, I will say, I think that is the thing that PFL have done differently than the likes of Bellator have done. They've taken their own talent and they've made them feel special, like your Kayla Harrison's, like your Brendan Lachnan. Even when we saw uh, Nathan Kelly fought over in New York, you know, he was doing a bit of pre-fight media. We saw him, we always laugh saying he was like racing cars around this like car park at one stage and just thought that was like a bit weird, but like also unique, which is which is what you're looking for. It, well, it stuck in my memory, so it worked. But uh, what is it that you feel the PFL do differently? Because you've worked with nearly all the promotions in one capacity or other at this stage, Sam. You know, <laughs> and of course, I'm, I'm still very new to the PFL. You know, I, I only, I've only just kind of started working with them in, in the sense of a, a matchmaker and, a, you know, the head of fighter ops for PFL Europe, which is my job full time stepping in next year. That's that's where I really fully take over all the cards and all the matchmaking. This year has been a, like a learning process for me. And, and, you know, seeing how the PFL do things and trying to figure out, you know, what the goal is for the PFL and how I can add to it. 
the, the thing I've learned first and foremost is that there are far too many fighters across Europe for the amount of shows that we've got, right? We have mm. good fighters that can't get action. We have veteran fighters that can't get matched because they've got too many fights. Yeah. And and the thing is with, with, with all of the promotions, when they've got that one belt at the top of the division and everyone's chasing after it, it tends to be down to marketability and, of course, record, name recognition, ticket sales, etc., Whereas the PFL, it's about winning fights, right? Like the, the money's there at the end of the at the end of the, the road when you've won the fights. Of course, if you can promote yourself and you can sell the fights, then that's even better. But it's it's a meritocracy, right? And and what I'm trying to find in the best martial artists, my, my job right now is to focus on Europe. But when we open up these other regions around the world, we're going to do the same things. We're going to find the champion in the Middle East. We're going to find the champion in South America and the champion in Oceania and Asia. And we're going to bring all those champions together. And then they're going to fight off for the million dollars. Like That's really where I feel like we're going to every corner of the earth to find the best fighters in each region. And then we put them on an even playing field so they can work their way up to the top. And if they get to the top, of course, there's the million dollars, the world title. And then... Beyond that, now we've got Francis Ngannou headlining the pay-per-view events. We'll have the big pay-per-view shows where the, the you know the European champions, the world champions, can then step into and you know make some serious money on a good platform. Yeah, Dan. I, Dan, break the news now. Will Francis Ngannou be at PFL Dublin? I am. I'm working on it. I would love him to be there. I actually don't know where he is right now. He's in such such high demand. I, I would love to get him there. We're working on a few of the guests as well. I, I do want to do some. Uh, some fighter meet and greet. So there will be some stars there absolutely to meet the fans. But Francis, I I, I don't know right now. He is he is the hottest commodity in combat sports. Yeah, because Ross wants to fight him in the main event, don't you, Ross? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's $2 yeah. million dollars on the table, my friend. Yeah, if you, you know it. what? I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> this is now, well, how, I'll, how, I'll, how I'll come out the other side? Does it come with health insurance? <laughs> Then I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, actually, uh, we want to get into the card as well, Dan. Uh, obviously, yeah. the card was announced and then it was taken down and then it came back up. Um, what sort of happened there? Uh, I'm sure you're aware of that. Yeah, I just I, I just wanted a reshuffle. I, I wanted yeah. a reshuffle of the card. Um, mm. the, the thing is with this, again, you know, this is the first year that, we've, mm. that we're doing a, a European um, regional event. Mm. Um we've got four championship fights, you know, four 25 minute fights and, and they're going to be, they're going to be battles. I expect, I expect, you know, I mean, at least half of them are going to be really arduous back and forth. I think we're going to get some standout performances, but I think they're both, I mean, all, all the fights are very evenly matched. Um, so I just wanted to kind of break the pace a little bit mm. and put a couple of fights in between that will, you know, be a little bit shorter perhaps and uh, a little bit more intense. Um, but, Honestly, like like you look at this card, and I, I could have I could have built it any way really. Like w when we go back to the Newcastle card, that very much felt like a traditional MMA fight where we had the main and co-main event, and then everybody else falls into place underneath. When we went mm. to Berlin, the card was not the same because we had we had standout fights in every weight class, and you could have just kind of we could have organized those fights in any order based on where we were. Now we had Farbod at the top because he was you know he was the local fighter, but it's the same thing with this card. Like we've got Brett Johns halfway down the card. We've got mm -hmm. Tom Breeze halfway down the card. Bindus Katizzi could have been the main event. I have a feeling that when McGrillen and, and Wesley Meyer get in, get into one another, get under each mm -hmm. other's skin, that's going to be one of the main focuses of the fight. But that's, that's aside from the four championship fights that we've got. Like mm -hmm. it's difficult to stack these fights and do justice to everyone on the card because 
a lot of them could be main co-main event fights. Um, we, you talked about Nate Kelly. You know, he, he had such a good performance. He's had great performances generally with the PFL, but this for me yeah. feels like a homecoming. And I wanted him to have that celebration because, like, I mean, first of all, he's killing it on ticket sales. Like, people want to see Nate Kelly, and they, they've not had the opportunity to see him fight live for a long time. So this is going to be a good opportunity for him to really kind of, you know, thank the fans for their support at the same time as potentially getting a couple of Irish European champions um, at, at the same time as, you know, Dylan Took's going to try and steal the show because he's annoyed that he's not in the main event. Um, I, I'm just, it, it, that's been the biggest challenge really is trying to figure out the right order of this card to make sure that people don't feel like they're being neglected. But everybody's a main event fighter in their own mind, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. And I, I, I do feel looking at the card, being totally honest, that like when I was looking at the card, I went, I actually don't know which one. Well, because I think John Mitchell was originally the main event, and I was like, I yeah. was like, big fan of John Mitchell. Like, hope he goes and wins the hundred k. Obviously, we're Irish, so we're just going to support him. Uh, that's where our boys will show. But like, I was like, I was like, oh, having a Cork fella headline the Dublin show. I was like, I was like, oh, is that is that going to be the best for business or whatever? But like. They all hold the same level of excitement for me. Like you said, I'd say there's about eight or ten fights on the card that I'm like, yeah, I really want to see that one. Yeah, I really want to see that one. And like the whole way out. And like that is one thing that I will uh, commend yourself on. The matchmaking is brilliant for it. Like Binder Scatizzi is great. Like uh, seeing SPG versus SPG Charlestown, you know, Owen Roddy versus John Cavanagh in the corners going at it. Like I know they do with the odd time on the regional scene, but uh, seeing them doing it on a big stage like this is going to be uh, very fun to see. Um, there are some other ones. Uh, one question I actually did want to ask uh, was the Lewis McGrillan fight. Obviously, he, in the original card, he was going to fight Matisse, and now he's fighting Wesley Maya. What happened there? Um, it, are we going to see Matisse sign with the PFL, or is that a bit up in the air? Well, I mean, I, I, honestly, I was I was very excited for that fight, I, I, and mm. you know, as, uh, when that when that fight was agreed, I was hoping that that was going to be a showcase bout, and it was going to kind of potentially steal the show. You know. We we saw Mattis coming off that beautiful spinning back fist knockout on on Pettis's show and and you know he's clearly got a lot of potential. McGrillan, of course, is undefeated and and wants to fight everybody that stares him in the face. So that that's always going to be an interesting matchup. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you know sometimes these things get out. You know the 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 fight got announced, mm-hmm. contracts weren't signed, money demands double, and those kind of things and. Ultimately, this is—they're the kind of circumstances where you, where I find out whether you, whether you people really want to fight or not. And I, honestly, as as much as I like Mattis, I don't really feel like he wanted that fight because the the match was made, uh, it was agreed through John Kavanagh. Uh, he sent me his passport. We were going to get the fight locked in. Contracts went out, but unfortunately, uh, the the news of the fight was was escaped from the PFL side, and then he has a manager that wants double the money and. I have budgets I'm working for, and what the the situation it was putting me in is that I was going to have to lose a fight from the undercard, put two people off the card to have him back on the card, and I, I just I, I can't do that on my conscience. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm, I'm. People don't. People sometimes don't realize. I mean, like, the, the people are getting getting decent money for decent fights, and they they don't want to take risks. There's a lot of that in mixed martial arts right now. I, I was fighting people for no money at all and taking big risks, and that wasn't ideal. But but there's got to be a middle ground. People have to step up and take an opportunity. Now, mm. Mattis was offered a four-fight contract going into next year. 
if he'd have won the fights, he'd have, he'd have made six figures. But he, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes people get in, like managers get in their ear and they kind of say, well, you know, you're worth this and you're worth that. And we've got these views and that views. And ultimately, you know, you look at someone's record and you kind of start to pull it apart and you figure out what their actual value is. I, I can't pay over the odds for fighters that think their value is worth more than it is, unfortunately. And that it was a shame because that would have been a good fight and that would have been a yeah. good opportunity for Mattis mm. to really prove himself. Even if he didn't win, you know, he would have had a good, a good opportunity to prove himself, prove his guts and determination, have a good fight on the card. But he, the, he yeah, I, don't, I think, don't feel like he wanted it in the end. It, it, it all came down to money and the demands were unreasonable. Yeah, the it, back and forth those two lads would have had as well would have made it like a, 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 a if not what the fight to watch as well. Um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, but this in this situation now, like Wesley Meyer doesn't like McGrill and they've not liked each other for a while. Um, and this has been kind of simmering in the background. Um, Wesley Meyer t- accepted the fight immediately. Didn't didn't even I mean he didn't even want to know what the purse is. You know what I mean? He, he he's desperate to fight. Like that that speaks to me because that mm. makes me excited about watching a fighter if it. If it comes down to, well, I'll do it if it's this and if it's that, and I want to be compensated for the risks that I take. I mean, come on. Like, this is professional combat sports. Every fight's a risk. You know, you've got to be willing to back yourself sometimes. And and unfortunately, in that situation, he went from having a four-fight contract that would have taken him through to the end of next year to now negotiating himself out yeah. of a fight for, for a, 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 a silly reason, really. Yeah, well, let, let's like focus on people that are actually on the card now. Nathan, Nathan Kelly, he's headlining the card. Like, what he's done, he's gone. Like, he, he lost his for a few fights, and now he's just gone on this unbelievable winning streak. What is it about Nathan Kelly that is just like right? He's headlining. He's almost like the poster boy for uh, PFL in Ireland. You know, he impresses me every time he's out there. He, he's got he's got such composure. He's got such a depth of technique. You know, you, you can take him anywhere, and and you can be challenged with his with his technical ability, with his physicality. But I also feel like a fighter like like Nathan Kelly, he needs that realization that the fans are there for him to support him. Because when he has been fighting away from home, you know, he doesn't have a big traveling fan base that that uh, that is really showing him that kind of support. Yeah. I think this is his, his opportunity to realize his potential. Going into 2024, Nate Kelly is going to be a big star in the PFL. I, I'm, I'm confident of that. And I think he just needs to realize the potential that he has. And this is his opportunity, you know? Like, yeah. go, go back, and I don't mean to keep likening it to this event, but for me, the McGregor-Brandau event in Dublin was a standout. It was, a, it was an incredible event. No one showed up to watch Brandau, right? <laughs> no, no one showed up to see what Brandau brings to the table. That was that was McGregor knowing how much of a star he is and showing up mm. and commanding the show. Sometimes you need a tough fight. You need someone that's awkward, like uh, um, like um, uh, Solomus, to to really drag out the best of you. I think this is going to be a real scrap for as long as it lasts. And I think what we're going to see is Nate Kelly realize his star potential and and leave everybody with a good with a good feeling about that event that's what i'm expecting and i'm expecting him to also carry that fan base into into the new year and really show people what he's capable of in the pfl at the higher level um mm. uh, his opponent is, is tricky and awkward and challenging he's going to want to scrap at long range he's going to want to tangle up in the clinch and try and you know be as chaotic and as uncomfortable for nate kelly as possible but the pressure's on nate here to to really perform and putting him in this position on the card he's going to going to further you know accentuate that pressure and I think he's going to respond well 
Yeah, he's a great lad. Uh, the Brandao McGregor fight, that was actually the first ever event myself and Ross went to as well. That, that was off the rails that night, wasn't it, Ross? Yeah, it was It was, It was. was a night that will live on for in Irish MMA folklore forever. Um, yeah. We started the going, podcast after that. like <laughs> from, from, uh, from going from one Nate Kelly to, to the other at the bottom of the card, uh, Nate the Great Kelly is going to do a featured amateur bout on the card. Um, what did you what did you make of this? And uh, well, not what did you make of it, or what was the reason behind putting them on the card? And is this something that we might see in the future from PFL, seeing some amateur bouts on the card, or is Nate the Great uh, a special character, and that's why he's here? Yeah, I mean, my intention was to have three or four um, amateur fights on this card. We, we ran into issues with with the length of the show, given the fact that we've got four twenty uh, five minute fights potentially. Mm. Um, I, I, I was at the press conference where McGregor stole Aldo's belt. And I remember Nate being there, sitting on his dad's shoulders, telling Dana that he was going to be a world champion one day. And and from that moment, you know, from the, the attention that he got from, from the whole kind of the, the McGregor rise to fame, like there's been a lot of pressure on this kid's shoulders. And, and he is he's a very, very talented mixed martial artist. And, and you know, he, he has a good fan base. He has a good following. But the thing I've realized about his fan base is it, it's it's very, very deep and it's very genuine. Like they are, they they, they want to follow his career. They understand that it, they, there are going to be ups and downs. Like he fought the Four Nations in, in Wales recently and he wasn't successful. But he picks himself up and he gets back in the gym. He's, he's coaching. He's training all the time. And and he, he represents to me a lifelong martial artist that's dedicated to bettering his craft, no matter how much pressure he's under. Like Nate Kelly at the top of the card has a decent following. Nathan Kelly, the young Nathan Kelly's got a, a big <laughs> following for a young man. That's a lot, a, a lot of pressure. Yeah. And, and in yeah. these circumstances where he gets an opportunity like this to step onto a card and to, you know, show people what he's been working on, show people what he's capable of and, and kind of, you know, Give a bit of thanks back to the people that have supported him for, for uh, up to this point. Like that, that's that's for me what it's about. Like the amateurs are where it's at right now. There are a lot of amateur fighters coming through that, in a year's time, they will be head and shoulders above the majority of the pros that we're watching. And and I've seen that in the Irish mixed martial arts. I've seen it in Wales. I've seen it in Scotland. I've seen it in England. I've seen it all the way across Europe. And this is a, a my way of opening the door to the amateurs. So when 2024 comes around yeah. amateurs are going to look at pfl undercards and go there might be a spot for me there and they can use that as motivation to you know to to push through their career um i i was an amateur once but there were there was no such thing as amateur mma i was fighting on mats in a sports hall with one five minute round to be able to have these guys share a stage and we have the same in the u.s with biagi ali walsh um you know muhammad ali's grandson he's amateur still he's doing very well on the pfl and when the time comes for him to make his pro debut, the, the PFL Smart Cage will be there for him. And I want the same kind of um, the same kind of offering to be in Europe to the amateurs across Europe as well. Just one quick one on that. Uh, his opponent actually fought at the weekend and lost via TKO. Will there be any potential issues of him fighting on the card? I will, I will look into that. I'll check in with his team and, uh, and make sure he's, he's all right. I mean, we've got 30 days. He's got plenty of time to, to you know, even yeah, if he just was, want to suspended. give the heads up in case he didn't know. But yeah, he's, he's got plenty of time to, to to heal up and get back on it. But like I've I have I have people calling me every day, all day to jump on this card. So I'm not going to struggle mm -hmm. with with replacements if if I need one. I don't think. I, like I said, I would have liked a couple more amateur fights on this card. And mm -hmm. through 2020, I've built in space on the undercards for for at least two amateur bouts per show. Yeah. No, we love to see it. We love the amateur fights, myself and Barry. Yeah. 
like obviously France Malambo is going to be fighting to win the hundred thousand, and so will John Mitchell. But like other other stars in the card, the way PFL promoting them has been like uh, like it's been amazing. Like the way like Dakota uh, to Chave, the way she's like really in with Man City and uh, Simeon Pell, and then uh, and you also mentioned uh, Lewis McGrillen. Like for people that aren't signed to an organization yet uh, from the outside looking in at PFL, they could be like, you know what? The way they treat their their fighters is uh, is something very original. Would you agree with that, Dan? Yeah, I think so. You know, I, <clears throat> I mean, everybody's got the opportunity and an option to hang on and, and and sign with the UFC, and I know a lot of fighters do want that. But the the fighters that you're talking about, like for example, you put Simeon in in the mix at light heavyweight, and he kind of you know he's he's somewhere on an undercard, and people aren't really paying much attention to him, which is which is fine if you want to do your work in the dark. But some some fighters and Lewis McGrillan's a good example. Like he's destined for stardom. Like you put a camera in front of him and he, and yeah. he just he switches on. Right, he wouldn't have got that same kind of attention up to this point in his career. And I feel like he can he can really you know grow his brand alongside the PFL, which is something that's very difficult to do with the UFC, especially when they take away you know your sponsorships and you know they 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 kind of curate mm-hmm. your career to be a part of the UFC. I, I want McGrillan to be a star in his own right. Same as with Dakota. Same as with same as with the fighters that I've signed ready for next year as well. I mean, you know, Binder Skatizi. Both of those guys have got the the potential to be absolute powerhouses in in Europe, and and if they can grow their brand alongside that, it gives them longevity outside mm-hmm. of their career. Um, it, it's it's the opportunity really to work with an organization as opposed to work for an organization. That's the that's the feeling that's different for me, and that goes from you know these guys on PFL Europe all the way to Francis Ngannou. I've said this over and over again this week. Like we, like he's not signed to our promotion. Like we work with him, right? He is a part of the PFL and, and that's ultimately how it needs to be. It's how it is for boxing. That's how Mayweather's turned the game around when it comes to the boxing world. And, you know, you can do it in mixed martial arts as well. It's, it's just difficult to do it in, in some promotions more than others. Yeah, and yeah. then what? What's what do you sort of make it the way that PFL are really pushing the Irish fighters as well? Like obviously myself and Ross are very happy with it, but like, what do you think it is about the Irish market that PFL really want to capture? I, I I think to be honest, it's I mean you you look across Europe and you've got certain markets that really stand out. You know, Irish mixed martial arts. You know, because of McGregor, because of of SBG. Um, because of the, you know, the the ferocity of the Irish fans, ultimately. I mean, you know, you, you guys have got the best fans in the world. The French are giving you a run for the money. I will say that. I will say that. But that's another region which is really coming up. You know, French MMA, partly yeah. because it's quite new, but partly because it's only just been legalized. But Irish MMA feels different for me. It feels like everybody's waiting on that next big star, you know, and and, and it really kind of comes from like McGregor and the Brandau event. Yeah. Like there, it was it was such a turning point for Irish mixed martial arts that, and this is why I feel like young Nate Kelly's got so much attention, because people were like, well, okay, he's the next guy, he's the next guy, and and then like, and like the Irish fans are just ready to rally around someone that's that's giving it their all, and and I, and I think that you've got so many good options in Irish mixed martial arts right now. I mean, you know, another guy that I'm looking at that I'm I, I'm I'm still working. I'd love to add him to the card is Jordan Fury. Like like an mm. a, an absolute superstar in the making for sure, but you know serious power in the hands. Yeah, scary power. You know, a, a, a vicious striker, confident in every range. Got the backing of of SBG as well. 
I, I feel like I feel like Irish MMA is kind of simmering and ready to explode again. It's ready for that second big wave of talent to come through. And, and in my opinion, we've got we've got a, a good portion of that talent on the on the PFL roster. Yeah, um, Dan. For people just tuning in now, like a lot of people go to would, would want to go to Cage Wars. I know people are going to Bellator as well. But like, if people were sort of thinking about where they should take their career, why would PFL be the right choice? Um, I mean, for for me as a fighter, if I was a young fighter, the f- first and foremost, it, it's the guarantee of of activity, right? If you keep winning fights, you, you're gonna you're gonna stay active, right? You, you know your path. If if you if I'm a fighter going into 2024 and I can sign a PFL contract into the 100k tournament, I know I've got three fights and I know I've got six figures at the end of it. And that that European title is also my ticket to bigger things, right? Whether I come back to Europe and do big feature shows in main and co-main event positions against bigger names, whether I move over onto the onto the global roster and, and mix it up with you know with the bigger names over there fighting for the world title and the million dollars, and then it, of course if you win that, then you can transition onto the the, the pay per view events as well. So there's a there's a clear path from the amateurs. If you're Biagio or you're young Nate Kelly. You keep winning, you go onto the European roster, then you win the European title, you move to the world championships and get that. You've picked up a hundred grand, you've picked up a million dollars. And then, you know, your option is there, whether you want to stick around and try for a different belt in a different weight class or the same belt again, or whether you want the pay-per-view bracket or, you know, what what else do you want to do? Do you want, do you want a box? Do you want to fight Jake Paul? I mean, <laughs> like the options are really <laughs> endless. We've got a lot of flexibility. And I think in the coming weeks as well, you're going to notice, well, you're going to realize that there's going to be a lot more within the PFL's hands um, in in the coming months when it comes to how do I put this without giving too much away? You I'm sure you give it all away. Give it all away. Give it all away. The worst kept secret in MMA. I'll get in trouble. This is the thing. I can't say too much. No, it's don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll tell James on uh, on Thursday. <laughs> it was it was all my fault. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot you... coming up in 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 uh, in 2024. Uh, mm. the, the PFL are going to be doing a lot more as well as things that are going to be linked with the PFL. Um, so opportunities, opportunities. That's the main yeah. reason. Yeah, well, competition's always good, isn't it, Ross? Yeah, 100% is. And like like we said at the top of the hour, like, you know I mean, uh, PFL are, are doing great work and they're very much a welcome addition into into the market, you know what I mean, yeah. in, in the European market. And we love to see it. Um, before we do let you go, Dan, is the card finished? I know you talk about Jordan Fury. Like, there's other people like, you know, Gary Rooney, who was a hot young pro. Uh, J.R. Harris is a free agent at the moment. Um, I'm sure these Max are all Lally. names you're well familiar with. Max Lally, I think, is over in Thailand at the moment. He's obviously very hot at the moment. Um, Owen Sheridan's also looking to get, get a fight as well. Like, there's there's a few people who are Tiernan, talking about the big... Tiernan Lockran. Yeah, Tiernan Lockran just fought there. Um up James in case conflict got a got a rear naked choke win. There's there's a few a few boys chomping at the bit, uh, maybe for a fight. Is the card done, or could we see one or two more fights added at late notice? I'm I'm still looking at adding a couple of fights to the card. Absolutely, I'm I'm still looking at I'm still looking at what we can add to the card that's gonna that's gonna make the fans feel like we're listening to them. Right, this like. I'm, I'm an MMA fan, but I don't know everything about MMA. Like you've you've just thrown a bunch of names at me, and I recognise the names, but the you know, like there's so many more names out there. I, this is the best thing about as soon as I got this job, I had I had managers and coaches and fans messaging me. You got to check this guy. I got to check this guy out. Like there are so many fighters that mm-hmm. I, I need to be I need to be adding to my roster and and paying attention to. Um, I'm 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 very much playing catch up at the moment, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at adding a couple more fights to this card. 
especially a couple of you know local derbies to uh, you know to to get the gyms involved a bit more. Yes, yeah. boys. And then just just the last question for me, Dan. Um, how many times would you expect PFL to come back to Dublin next year? Oh man, we, I mean we've we, we've got to come back at least once. I mean I'm, at the moment I'm playing with four shows for PFL Europe. We've got other things that we're working in a, in a, on around that. Um, but I mean at, at least once I would love to come back there twice. Um, we've got a couple of demands from from elsewhere. I mean you know I've got Italy's calling for a show and Spain's calling for a show and Germany wants us back and we've not been to the Netherlands in a while and we've got some good fighters representing there as well. So. It, what, like I said, what I'm realizing is we need more shows. Like I could do 12 shows in a year for PFL Europe and still have, you know, double the roster that, yeah. uh, that that's not getting action. Um, I'm I'm hoping for at least a couple next year though in in, in Dublin for sure. Well, maybe maybe that's the f- uh, first co- port of call, January 1st. You sit down and go, I need more shows, and, and that's how we roll it out. Because uh, look, more the merrier. I always say, uh, and I'm definitely here for, it, but. Uh, Dan, I can't wait for it. Like it's going to be an incredible show. Like, like we said, you could list any fight on the card, and it could be main event. Obviously, you have to give massive shout outs to the Cork Horse Box, John Mitchell, uh, who's fighting in the lightweight title. Uh, Sean O'Connell better mind his p's and q's next time he's in the cage uh, for a post fight interview with him. And then also to Franz Malambo as well. Um, Franz, uh, Fra- Franz is a man of many skills and he looks incredible in there. I'd like to see him put a bit more of an exclamation mark on the next performance. Uh, I feel like he's... He, stop playing with your food, Franz, and uh, get in there for the kill because uh, he, he's slick as hell in there. And then obviously, Binders Katizzi is going to be an absolute barn burner. And then obviously, uh, can't can't not mention D1's own uh, Dylan Took. Um that man, that man uh, might make the show his own come uh, come fight night because uh, there ain't no character like Dylan Hook. No, and then shout out, shout out both Nathan Kellys, and, uh, and yeah, yeah, of course, main 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 event of uh, the undercard, the main event of uh, the main card. <laughs> yeah, so for people tuning in now, make sure to check it out, out on the zone, and it's going to be live from Dublin Street Arena on Friday, December the eighth. Uh, Ross. Anything else to say, board? Oh, Dan, anything else to say before we wrap things up? I don't think so. Just uh, you know, just come and join us. We're, we're we're looking to have a celebration of mixed martial arts on that night, and you know, December is always a good time to have a have a good blowout and and have a good party. And it's going to be a party atmosphere. We're going to be handing out hundred thousand dollar checks to four champions. We're going to be handing out beautiful brand new belts. Um, and we've got you know the the, the future of, of Irish mixed martial arts on the card as well. Um, and potentially a couple more to add. So it's uh, it's going to be a good night, and I appreciate all your guys' support. No worries, Dan. Dan, thanks a million for joining us. It's going to be an unbelievable night. Get there for the first fight. Uh, Nate the Great will be out, out in action. Or who knows, Dan Hardy might have a few more tricks up his sleeve. You never know. But uh, it's going to be a fantastic night of mixed martial arts in the three arena come December. We'll be there. Dan will be there. And all your favorite Irish fighters will be there. So if you are watching at home, make sure to like, share, subscribe. And as always... Stay, Stay energized. energized. Energize, Shaw. Up the Irish. Been sussing you guys a couple of times. I've seen a couple of clips. I think you've done some interviews with Dylan Moran and that. But I, I, I saw. So keep going. Keep up the good work, guys.